Welcome to PMP Weekly episode 147. We promised for Tommy that we would actually have a dinosaur suit on. Unfortunately, it this, died. But unfortunately, it died. So uh, I need to do some <laughs> fixing of the pumps. Uh, it would have been. Maybe we'll do this in the next episode when we're back from the holiday season. So this is what happens when 10-year-olds get to play with the suits. Uh, but it's fine. It was Git's birthday present, so he killed it immediately. Now... <laughs> <laughs> it means it's been used, so... True, true. Well, that was fun. That was certainly fun for it, at least for a while. Anyway, so this is episode 147 of the PMP Weekly, and uh, we talked about the latest in the Microsoft 365 areas, um, what has happened within the last week. My name is Sosa Yuvonen. I'm a program manager in the Microsoft 365 platform area, and with me as a co-host is... Hi, everybody. My name is Valdek Mastegas, and I'm cloud developer advocate for Microsoft 365 at Microsoft. There we go. Excellent. Um, now, to like typically, we always have typically 99% of the time, we always have a visitor in this show. And this time it's Markus Müller from Germany in Munich uh, from Avenage. And we'll talk about his newly achieved MVP status, his background, his role, his day to day work, and, 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 and what's happening in Germany in general uh, across the Microsoft 365. It's a, it's a nice discussion, which we just recorded before this intro. So I know that it's, it is actually a nice discussion. So. <laughs> But this will be the last episode of the semester, uh, so we'll have a few weeks off. We haven't actually agreed how many weeks we will be off, but uh, we'll be back then in early uh, January with the January. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's good. And not that many, hopefully people will have opportunities of having some time off during the holiday season. So I think we're aligning on that. Anything else what you want to say? Before we jump to the interview. Yeah, I mean, if you miss us, you can always watch some episodes back and reminisce, <laughs> you know, together yes, with us. Like maybe yes. we may, may, uh -huh. maybe we should have for the three weeks that we're gone or all the two weeks that we're gone, kind of the highlights of the year compilation. I don't know if we can do that. I don't let's, know. Let's see we'll, what's possible. Let's see. Let's see what's possible. <laughs> oh, two minutes of bloopers. Uh, let's see what's possible. So yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there would be so many bloopers in the historical oh, things as yeah. well. Anyway, so uh, let's actually jump on the interview with Marcus, and then we'll come back on the articles. So let's get moving. So to welcome uh, Marcus joining us on the PMP Weekly episode 147, apparently. I'm checking that from calendar. <laughs> So double checking that we're, we're on the right thing. This is the last episode of the of the season. Uh, so we'll have a few weeks off um, before we're coming back on the January 2021. Okay, depending obviously on when you're watching the recording, by the way. <laughs> but but uh, thank you, Marcus, for joining us on the uh, on the last uh, interview. Uh, can you talk about a bit? Who are you? What are you doing for a living? Yeah, first uh, let me also thank you for the invitation. Yeah, it was a great honor. And uh, my name is Marcus Meller. I'm based in Germany, uh, and I work as a Microsoft 365 development expert for Avanade here. I'm doing SharePoint uh, customization and development now for roughly about 13, 14 years now. Yep. 10 years of that in consulting. Uh, yeah, before I was uh, in an in-house, well, I started my career as an in-house uh, IT specialist. Long-term collaboration experience, so before SharePoint, I was uh, on the IBM world. Uh, Maybe you have to cut this out, but so I'm coming from that direction. Yeah. Yeah. And this is how I came to SharePoint. And then finally, I think in the last couple of years, uh, of course, to the broader range of uh, Microsoft uh, 365 development, yes, yeah, starting with Graph and um, all the authentication topics are currently, uh, I think, uh, really important. And uh, with that, I also started uh, a uh, couple of you know, one and a half year back, I started uh, to dig into Teams development, and this yep. is where some of you might maybe uh, mainly know me because I think I have mainly created or contributed in the last months and, and in the last good of a year uh, yep. with uh, Teams development samples. Really great sample showing the scenarios, which is super, super awesome. Or not just scenarios, actual solutions, but really kind of also super powerful for showing that, hey, you want to do X and Y and Z, here's a solution for it. So, which is super, super valuable. Now, and, and you forgot about it, you're actually one of the newest MVPs. Uh, for this is indeed, yeah. <laughs> I still have to uh, <laughs> uh, get into my head, yeah. 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 So, uh, <laughs> believing, um, yeah. I think I. I, I I might receive the trophy this week, so it is announced. And I think once I have it here at home, then I might uh, start to believe yeah. it. Yeah. 
that I can put it right next to the baby uh, stuff on the back. So yeah, maybe <laughs> it might be in danger there, but yeah, that's a problem. True. True. Oh yeah, exactly. One well, and that is actually an interesting thing because if it would break, you will not get another one. So yeah, be careful yeah. about it. I know. Yeah. I only know oh, the story of uh, I think one uh, when I was receiving the the stickers and uh, his little son also I think uh, put all the stickers in some minutes uh, through the whole flat or so this is a story I knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I will take care for it, yeah, for sure. <laughs> cool. I wasn't actually aware that you're unable to get get it back again a new one, but it kind of makes sense anyway. No, so that's well, the I mean, way it would you put break, the Maybe you would, but typically they don't. So like like one of the common things is like the way it works is that for every like initially you will get crystal, and then for every mm. year you will you will get get a disc to put on it, right? Yeah. Mm. And then at some point like the side where you put the disc is full. Mm. So oftentimes folks want like, hey, can I get get another one so I can keep putting discs on it. I was like, no, 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 like you only get one. And then the idea is that every five years you will get a five year disc to replace the the, the stack of the first five with mm. one single disc and that way create a space. So as you defragment your award. Mm. <laughs> and that would mean that it's it's just size for 12, I guess on the one side. And then, then you're gonna five, be 60 years then, MVP. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's what I was thinking, yeah, mm. exactly. So okay. by that time there will be virtual awards. <laughs> for, for, for others. Well, for others, maybe possible, but for me, me not anymore. I you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? The healthcare is exactly. evolving all the time. So. Yeah, yeah, my dear. <laughs> now, uh, Marcus, uh, you mentioned that you actually come from the Lotus world, Lotus Notes world, uh, which is actually isn't that rare. There's a lot of people who've been around for like 15 years, come from that background. Mm -hmm. um, was that a uh, so? And then probably customer went to the SharePoint, and then through that, you kind of learn into doing. Was that a developer thing, what we were doing when it got started? Uh, so far, I'm sorry. Yes, of course. I think I was, uh, uh, I was coming uh, in, in, in the really, really old days. When I started with Notice Notes, I was more the, the, the administrator yeah, because my uh, former employer turned me into that. Yeah, I was more used to development right, when I started IT career and my apprenticeship and so. And they turned to be turned me to be more in the, the administrative part. And then I used the Lotus Notes technology uh, to switch back a bit. Yeah, And okay. then... Um, I did both, um, so I uh, administered uh, the servers, and uh, but I also did uh, customizations and development uh, up to even now using all, uh, only those days already Java, JavaScript, uh, which were typically the uh, higher languages uh, to implement, especially on the web-based uh, uh, web-based uh, options. Uh, yep. Those days we already had that, and um, this was uh, the thing, yeah. And when I came to uh, SharePoint, uh, then of course I uh, directly started to 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 uh, to look what uh, where do where can I have the same things? And this yep. is, uh, for instance, how I came to .NET. Yeah, I did not uh, do .NET uh, development before. SharePoint enforced me to do so, uh, yep. because at, especially at those days, uh, I think there was InfoPass a bit as a as a as a simpler approach in terms of customization. Uh, you directly had to dig into uh, into .NET development once you want really wanted to have a custom solution in SharePoint, yeah. And this is uh, the transformation I did those days. Yeah. And then, so you kind of transform yourself from JavaScript to be .NET and now back on JavaScript, right? So because of the <laughs> indeed, yeah, full <laughs> circle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it all goes in in waves uh, eventually, and that that's what happens with technology. We go uh, from mm. a Stupid remote uh, desktops and monolith and distributed and yeah, and yeah mm -hmm. it's just uh, microservices. Yeah, but and macro what services. I've seen, for instance, uh, what I've seen, for instance, in the in the past twenty five years, where uh, I'm in IT now, was a bit of a move a movement from the logic between client and server side. Yeah, this was also a bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. first we're starting yeah. with the mainframes. Then we suddenly had uh, intelligent client systems. Then we had yep. to reduce that once again back to browser. Then clients, that you had everything clients. on the browser. Yeah. Now yeah. we come yeah. a bit uh, more into the client uh, with all that uh, JavaScript uh, stuff. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. And uh, let's see what's next. Yeah. Yeah. And then we push the APIs in Azure Functions, so we're pushing stuff again on the server side, and then mm -hmm. we simplify things. Containers, just, Kubernetes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. As it all goes in waves uh, so, and circles. Yeah. It's just a natural yeah, thing yeah. in the IT. So now, um, uh, can you actually talk about, so that's the historical thing. And, mm -hmm. and Vesa froze, and now we'll never mm -hmm. know what he wanted to ask. Yeah. 
luckily this isn't live oh yeah i mean <laughs> otherwise we, we can just talk so we we can now talk talk about him and he isn't here to uh to say anything back so yeah it's hard like because like i i don't want to talk about anything <laughs> because then it's gonna not make the recording so it's like ah you know mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey Nessa, what happened uh-huh. stop doing that let's continue so marcus can you talk about bit on wonder you do on the day-to-day basis nowadays we, we Let's not focus too much on the past. Uh, it's always interesting where people come from, but what mm-hmm. are you doing nowadays? Uh, what kind of projects are customers asking you to do in Germany? Yeah, nowadays, I think I still uh, work uh, mainly as a uh, SME, as a sub- subject matter expert for SharePoint development, because I think this is still the majority. I recently had uh, a customer also, where I was uh, working a bit aside uh, in a, a big security project, where it was all about uh, zero trust security. And I was uh, also responsible there for the application onboarding, the application registrations and the permission grant and all that stuff. Because uh, as a Microsoft 365 developer, of course, uh, you also should have some insights in the Microsoft identity part. Um, Mm -hmm. So here I learned a lot. And now I'm at the same customer once again, back in in a SharePoint uh, project and uh, with uh, lots of customizations and lots of hurdles in terms of, hey, we have some limits here uh, or some reduced uh, possibilities in terms of authentication because we won't not grant uh, any kind of access. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is always a bit uh, uh, an interesting part. So SharePoint and and, uh, authentication and also lots of, Microsoft Graph uh, consulting implementations, uh, and and this is meanwhile became really really broad. I think uh, recently, or I, I, I actually had a look at data. I was never aware of that it would exist. Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of all this uh, Windows Intune and and uh, access yeah, value yeah. parts and so yep. on, yeah, this is all yep. part of yep. Microsoft Graph. Uh, yep. And uh, yeah, the authentication and partially the the consulting in terms of performance and so it might be slightly the same, but uh, when you work with data, you should have a bit, uh, uh, yeah, should have a bit uh, knowledge about that. And this is uh, yep. this was a funny thing when I first said to uh, the other uh, the opponents, which were asking for my help, let me explain. Hey, what kind of data is this? What do I do with that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what's possible? The, the graph is evolving so fast, and, and it's actually really cool that you can access mm-hmm. administrative operation across the systems and Azure AD and all of that stuff, and, mm-hmm. and um, adjust those things as well. So, which is cool. Now, exactly. before we um, let's let's actually dive in a bit of those things. You, you talked about the SharePoint Online, uh, let's say development consulting. What kind of things are those? So, uh, what are what are people asking you to do? Yeah, mainly it's uh, nowadays. Change master the, page, yeah. remove, remove <laughs> or change, change fonts, manipulate DOM. No, no. I, 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 to be honest, this discussion uh, is, is is really reduced uh, in the in the recent past. Yeah, um, and I personally did not uh, have that too much. Um, I okay. I think I mentioned this once uh, to you, Weza, once we met in person. I think two years back or so. I was. Yep. Uh, uh, last year, I ended a very long project where I was uh, three years on, and uh, there we already started in 2017 um, with mm-hmm. uh, the customization and implementation of SharePoint Modern Experience only. Yeah. And uh, when you look back uh, to, to 2017, at that point of time, it was still that Modern Experience in terms of capabilities was much That's reduced. Limited. In the opposite, yeah. much limited mm-hmm. to 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 uh, to the classic one. Yeah, I think meanwhile it, it turned around. Um, yeah, there's still some small things uh, which are in, in classic only, but I think we have lots of capabilities now in in in, in modern only. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but maybe someone asks, uh, "Hey, I'm limited or I'm stuck to classic. When can I have this too?" Yeah, might be. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't. And do this, you uh, do you do you only so you you said that you work a lot in collaboration space? Does that mean only mm-hmm. let's say I say collaboration by itself, or does that also include let's say the internet we used to build in the past? You know, like you would have this very highly branded internet. Do you also do these kind of uh, uh, yeah projects or not? I, I was I, I was part uh, of a of a modernizing internet project uh, also mm-hmm. in this uh, long term engagement. 
And but there I was. I'm, I'm typically this uh, kind of uh, specialized custom developer, so I'm always getting the 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 the, the, the nuts, yeah. Uh, Hard bits and like uh, not, not working too much on the <laughs> on the classic uh, standard one. And no classics on the yep. standard out of the box or close out of the box features. So right. yeah, I'm regularly right. the, pushed into the uh, into the heavy ones. Um, yeah, right. And uh, so this is what I only I only learn more unless it's high, especially in huge projects. Yeah, you have others uh, who are really taking care for the basic content types, the basic news feeds, and so on. Yeah, uh, but as long as it comes into performance the, optimization or so, then I'm jumping in often. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that is exactly a thing I wanted to ask, right? So if I if I look back, if I go back in time, like two thousand seven, two thousand ten, I can imagine or I can recall a few things that were hard back then. But these things are were very much on prem related, right? Things like you could build HTTP modules, timer jobs, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. What are the hard things today in a cloud? Um. What, uh, nothing what nothing just, is hard uh, for Marcus, of course. But what? <laughs> was, well, no, 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 no. He just said that he's he's working on the hard um, stuff. So what? Yeah, no, no, no. What uh, are the things? <laughs> I think that the hard stuff is always always comes before implementation. Yeah, this is about the the negotiation, the discussion on the requirements. Yeah, um, because uh, of course you have to uh, in in consulting business you always have to put a price on something. Yeah. Yep. And this yep. is always what I do upfront, of course. Uh, to be honest, to say, hey, this you can do. But do you really want to do this? Because this might take a long time, meaning lots of hours and so on. Yeah, this is a day-to-day uh, dis- discussion um, that I uh, led, and just this morning I had such a situation. Yeah, but uh, no, to think uh, is indeed to 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 customize thing. What I was uh, working on, and I just catch up on the same stuff. Uh, when I had this two years before, is for instance about Termstar document navigation or Termstar document uh, search, so hierarchical search stuff. Yeah, so. Uh, Give me all the all the documents related to docs, or give me all the documents to 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 pets, including dogs and cats, and all that uh, kind of things. Yeah, cool. uh, this is what, uh, what instance what I recently yeah. did uh, in a knowledge management system, and now do it once again in, a, in another document uh, management system. Is that a more on the UX side of the house, or is it more on the let's say processing external processes, or how how what kind of no, it's it's it, it, on the on the UX. It's in, in terms of indeed of uh, how the user acts with that, yeah, and um, how it works client side, of course, and, and yep. client side it can be much faster. Uh, we detected, yeah. So, uh, was, uh, for instance, uh, two years ago I was doing that uh, just uh, replacing a, a former uh, backend solution. With always with uh, postbacks to the server for send back, and uh, this was horrible performance. And once we had that client side, uh, yeah, like this, uh, this was really interesting. Yeah. yeah, because you can update only the individual divs and all of that stuff. But if you come mm. from a background, well, now there might be some newer developers who have never seen that problem related on post and loading and reprogramming <laughs> of the browser and then all of that stuff. And and that's uh-huh. one of the things what, what actually was pretty, um, it was an interesting discussion. We we, we touched uh, the classic versus modern, uh, with SharePoint, modern SharePoint in the European Collaboration Summit a few weeks back in Germany uh, with the audience, mm-hmm. which we have on the room. Um, and we... Based on that discussion in, in Germany as well, in Düsseldorf, a lot of the people have already kind of a way past of this discussion. It's like, well, of course you're in modern. Because for in modern, mm-hmm. you get all of the latest and greatest capabilities. Mm-hmm. In classic, it's limited, like you were yeah. actually saying. Um, it's, mm-hmm. There's a lot of features, especially from an end-user perspective, mm-hmm. which are only available in the modern versus mm-hmm. in the classic. Sure, you can make them happen, mm-hmm. but then you would have to do extensibility, So, which is... Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. And as I said, I was in a lucky position to 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 have a uh, to have a customer in really early days who was really saying, "Hey, we are going exactly that direction. Everything was yep. not possible mm-hmm. yet. We might implement later, or uh, if we have roughly an assumption that this won't come back again or come back too yep. late, then we mm-hmm. might count or so." Uh, yep. But we had those days really, what our go live dates were more or less determined by you, by Microsoft. Uh, so we yeah. were implementing <laughs> web parts with. With graph clients on a preview basis, and was just wait, waiting to put this to production uh, once uh, it became GA. Right. Yeah. 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 And do you recall still what was the reason for them to uh, choose that approach that early on? Like, why would they buy into that story back then? Like, really early on, when not everything that they could do in classic, they could do in modern. Like, why did they go with modern 
already? I think I think it were two reasons, if I uh, uh, remember that right. Yeah, on the one hand, of course, uh, the, the modern experience uh, was much more uh, state of the art look and feel. Yeah, mm -hmm. and on the other hand, it was the trust, and then also the the, the we call it the maybe it was a bit of the bad experience in terms of uh, what did not happen yet really, but in terms of uh, deprecating things or things going to be deprecated. So yeah. the, the uh, intention, hey, if we do it now that way, we might have longer fun with it. Yeah, yeah uh, that's, which right, is right, inevitable. Right. So sooner or later, I, I think mm. it's fair to say that sooner or later, classic experiences will go, go away. Now, when and all of that, mm. sure, we'll, we'll give mm. a, a super visible heads up for everybody. Yeah. We're not going to cut it mm. immediately and all of that stuff, but it's inevitable. Mm. We're investing in modern, mm. not in classic. So, and of course, yeah. I think we did not discuss it yet. Uh, at those days, we did not discuss it. But nowadays, you could even see it was also a bit uh, already the, the right decision because in classic, as just said, you are missing capabilities yeah? yep. uh, more yep. than you still have on top. Yeah? Um, yep. And uh, this could also already be a showstopper for you. I would say, hey, yeah, I'm still stuck here. So how? But of course, yeah. the, the transformation is uh, quite smooth uh, nowadays. Yeah, it's not such sure. a thing where you, uh, yeah, either this or that direction. Uh, yeah. No, it's uh, nowadays you can switch. And I think I've even seen, uh, I did not, ne I did never do it myself, but I have already seen implementations somehow when they say, hey, for that special functionality, Yes, uh, the direction, just uh, switch the experience back to classic, then click there, and then you have your functionality, and then you can go back. Uh, yeah, yeah. there are certain cases still. Well, of course, eventually, idea is that all of the features in SharePoint Online are mm -hmm. only modern, so that people don't need to flip back. Now, let's focus on some other areas as well. So, um, And then uh, you've been really active also in the open source and community on mm -hmm. contributing with Teams-related samples. Mm -hmm. You kind of touched that already. How did you end up doing that? Can you kind of uh, recap on how much of your time do you actually spend on the Teams development nowadays in your work? And how did you end up contributing? Uh, you mean in, 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 in a professional uh, chargeable Professional, way, yeah? yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Currently, easy easy answer, zero. Okay. So you're you're basically dedicated still on the on the modern SharePoint uh, and SharePoint yes. portal experience. I think uh, especially I will be, I had some talks with uh, some international colleagues. Uh, also, for instance, uh, last year still with Victor as he was still with us. Uh, so yep. in, in internationally. Well, we already have uh, several uh, cases, several case stories, several engagement and that. But I think here in, in, in Germany or in, in, the, in the ASG region, so we have uh, treated this together with Austria and Switzerland. Um, currently, there is not the biggest market for uh, yep. team solutions yet. Uh, and I personally came to that indeed because I saw this uh, when I came out of that engagement. I was just talking about uh, one and a half years back. We did not do teams there yet. This was the only yeah. exception in terms of modern new things which we spared out. So, so I said I, I detected that as a gap, and I used some some spare time I had then uh, to to dig into that. And then then uh, I found my own learning path and my own approach. And uh, this is how I created my first samples because I thought, okay, that my questions might be the question of others and. My first thing was uh, most of the samples those days were always uh, working with some anonymous third-party APIs, like weather apps or so. Yeah. And I found this boring and said, hey, this is not a business solution for me. For me, a business solution yeah. is with business data, and with business data, I need authentication. Yeah. And then I yeah. produced lots of headaches to get this solved, and this is how I started. Yeah. <laughs> but you helped uh, And here you the, are doing the, auth, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We help a lot on the other people in the community with those samples. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. We've been asking this from other people who are actively in the community and in the open source as well. Why mm. are you doing that? You are basically sharing away your skills for the benefit of others. Why, why, why are you doing that? Well, uh, of course, uh, I still have fun in, in, in I still have fun in, 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 in developing things and really putting uh, my hands on. Uh, of course, yeah. And uh, when you are on an expert level or on a, on a more senior level, of course, you do not regularly have this day-to-day -day developer jobs anymore. Yep. Well, the first, uh, of course, is a bit an escape also. And of course, you also need to do the, your hands-on. I think uh, you cannot uh, really uh, keep your expert level simply from watching videos and uh, reading things. Yeah, You have yep. to try it out anytime. Yep. And this yep. is uh, what I do so. 
And I also, of course, always like this kind of uh, teamwork. Yeah, I do not do much uh, like uh, working only on my own. And this is why I like to contribute and also to, to, to help others, uh, but get things back. Yeah, So I know I get lots of things I get back. So what you see is what I give because then my name uh, is, uh, but maybe you track it, I don't know, but do you really track it what I consume? Yeah. But yep. I personally consume. Uh, this yep. is what you yep. do not track so much, but I do it for sure. So, yep. uh, yeah, so learning uh, from others. Something and, and, and yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. You get, you give back, um, you get back for the stuff that you're mm -hmm. giving for sure. And it's, it's mm -hmm. just, there are cultural differences, mm -hmm. of course, across the world, where some, mm -hmm. in some certain cultures, people are not as open for open source. And, and it's kind of a, hey, but it's your precious. Why are you giving mm -hmm. that away? But again, if we, of course, if we build another people's skills together, mm -hmm. we are all going to learn. And that's and, really, really and good I even, I, even, I even discuss this with customers. Yeah, And regularly, also customers like what I do. Yeah, And then they, they, they don't mind what I, of course, always do. And this is a bit more effort. But actually, those samples, not the Teams one, as I said, there's no production scenario behind. But in SharePoint world, of course, there's something more special, more customer-centric, what I already did. And then the effort is to, to generalize this, to push the generic, to disconnect this uh, from that scenario. For two yeah. reasons, of course, there might be an NDA behind, of course. On the other hand, um, it's also maybe better for uh, deductional reasons. Yeah, so that uh, people, this is what I also try to keep an eye on, uh, that the people can learn from it, really. So reduce it to the basics or focus on things and spare others yep. out. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't make Which, sense to produce that much of code. Exactly. And you simply exactly. want to explain SSO authentication. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what that's we've not, seen. Uh, in a, that's not the simplest thing uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, the, Thinking the, about the time. Really cool, th yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, go on. Yep. Go on, go on, go on. No, no, no. I'm just saying that quickly on that one. So, of course, the really cool, super complex, uh, let's say, hero solution, they're cool. But if you share those, then uh, the new people can learn from them if you provide simplified solutions in this scenario, then people actually learn from them, yeah. which is really good. Mm -hmm. Now, Waldek, um, you had, sorry. Thinking about time, there is one more thing I'm interested in. Is, yep. So recently you became MVP. Mm -hmm. More like, I'd like to hear from you, like how, how did you experience journey towards it? And what has changed now that you are an MVP? Yeah, what has changed? Uh, slightly easy answer, yeah, because uh, it's only a uh, uh, Rough, less, than uh, small, less than two weeks indeed <laughs> yeah so it has been uh turbulent uh 12 days since then of course uh yeah all the congratulations the feedback you get the invitation here today for instance yeah um all this happened in, in such a short amount of time so uh and this is for sure uh, will be not the, the 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 normal pace i think yeah this is uh now that the upcoming things maybe up uh, until christmas uh, and i think on the 23rd i have scheduled another demo uh, for instance and after that i think it should drop down and uh, of course and it should get settled and maybe after the new year i can really tell you but um i think what what, what also be might be interested is what changed before yeah? uh, and i also already tried to explain this uh up front in uh in my uh publication on this is i'm doing this now for a long time and i always uh, treated this a bit as a as a seasoned hobby, yeah, um, yeah. because mm -hmm. I always uh, had the feeling this is my personal thing. I like to do it, but I also like to opt out for yeah. a while, yeah, for right. a quarter, half a year or more. So, and I was always fearing a bit, and with, partially I was approached by colleagues or fellows or in the community, hey, Marcus, you're doing something good, and maybe do a bit more, and then, then MVP might be your thing, maybe. Yeah? And I always said, hey, mm -hmm. this MVP is a continuous thing. Uh, and might might not be used oh, yeah. to do so, yeah. Um, and uh, there, and of course, they also had to learn uh, the, about the quality uh, what I produce uh, by the feedback of of you, yeah. You, for instance, you shared uh, my my articles uh, frequently. I also got feedback from uh, the other uh, interesting and important uh, Microsoft 365 Dev podcast. So, from Jeremy and Paul, for instance, um, they also already had me on the show, and. Uh, this is what, where you get a better feeling. Hey, yeah, okay, uh, might not be that worse what you are doing. Um, but uh, then I also really got the support and I was approached by my employer who said, hey, no, Marcus, we would really love to see you to do that. 
and we would support you in a way and we would support yep. you also in a way to keep that as well yeah yep. and i think that changed my mind because uh if it would be only my hobby then i was mm -hmm. really faring into to be stuck or to be uh, a triangle of family together with some personal hobbies uh some interests totally away from from that mm -hmm. my my job and my contributions yeah. uh and yeah. uh This is uh, this was always for me was a bit of blocker and this uh, uh, yeah this just got solved somehow and then I finally tried it and uh, thankfully I had a good support here also internally by my nominator and by the product teams <laughs> and <laughs> this is how it went uh, finally yeah. Yeah, um, and it, it is a good, valuable thing for the employers as well, because then they can say that they have an X amount of MVPs in their company and MVPs yeah, are acknowledged. Yeah. Especially in our region, yeah. I think it in yeah. Rava not quite wide, we have lots of MVPs, but uh, in in ASG we were totally blank, yeah. So uh, we, we recently hired one in the AI, uh, it was the first one, but now I got, the, as far as I know, I got the first one awarded yeah. as an Avanat ASG employer in 20 years, yeah. Cool. Do you know why you're like what major employer changed change their mind or make up their mind in a way to support you and give you that uh, room to grow to become an MVP? Like what was their the the reason for them to do it? Do you, do you know that or didn't they share it? I think it was also a bit. They they were not thinking only personally about me. They were also thinking, of course, about the market. Yeah, um, and they they mm -hmm. had discussions also with uh, uh, in during hiring processes with other MVPs, maybe. Yeah. Um, okay. Which, by the way, makes sense because there has to be benefit for the employer as well, so that they will allow you to spend mm -hmm. time on this stuff. Uh, it's always mm -hmm. a balancing out and those things. Mm -hmm. But cool. I, I think from a timing perspective, we're hitting the, the our objective. Um, the, mark. So, <laughs> the mark. The uh, mark. So we're trying to keep this under hour and we never... <laughs> Well, anyway, we're, we're, we're learning. But uh, I guess uh, that pretty much sums up the situation. Thank you, Marcus, uh, for joining us. Um, it's it's a pleasure to talk with you. Just out of curiosity, um, just I, I almost forgot about asking this. We always talk about that you are from Germany. Germany is a massive country. Where area, which area of Germany are located, if um, you don't mind asking? Uh, I'm now based in Munich, uh, okay. and I live uh, outside of Munich. But I'm originally from Hamburg, so from totally... The yeah, upper north, the uh, north, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, they have grown up and lived there for thirty uh, six years. So I, I moved to to the Munich region eleven uh, years back only, um, and now I'm here settled with my family. My my family, my daughter is born here, but uh, my girlfriend also is not uh, yeah. from Munich. Uh, so we close to close Christmas, to Christmas, so we have to uh, travel yes. a lot, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a really beautiful location for sure. But anyway, so thank you for that one. So I, I guess that was the final piece of information for me as well. So thank you, Marcus, for joining. Uh, and right after this interview, we're going to jump on the weekly articles. But thanks to everybody watching until now. We're going to continue this. Thank you, Marcus, for joining us. <laughs> thank you, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. And we'll thank be you. certainly in touch. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you, Marcus, one more time for uh, joining us. Uh, and and really cool to have a discussion with you uh, related on your contributions and journey. Um, and of course, we are always, we as a Microsoft, are always looking for new people to get along within the community. And if you're interested, helping you on on getting involved in contributing and being active in the community and then gain, getting the MVP status as well, because that's part in, of the in game. What, in what ways can people contribute or, or join or help? Yeah, that's actually a great question, Waldek. Uh, this sounds almost like it was scripted. Now, uh, I <laughs> um, so I think the, the easiest way to get to know the people is certainly with the community calls. So just being on the community calls, you get to know people. There's an active discussion in a chat. Uh, we always go through, on the, especially on Thursday, community calls, which are the community 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 calls. <laughs> Makes no we sense. have other community calls? <laughs> yes, we have platform community calls. And then <laughs> on Thursday calls and, and 7 a.m. Pacific time, we always go through uh, the latest on the individual projects, uh, some of them, the, the biggest projects which we are having, uh, open source projects. Um, and those are actually great opportunities of kind of catching up on, oh, there's this kind of a project, that kind of a project, that kind of a project, and finding what's 
interesting uh, for the new people. Uh, and also then kind of a, hey, okay, I know who's then the lead within the project. So I can reach out and say, hey, I would like to be involved. Um, and and typically, don't uh, for those who are wondering, can, can I just reach out? The answer is yes, absolutely. So it, it's just people are not, everybody who's involved in the community is, is friendly and understands that um, there might be questions and questions are completely fine because that's how we learn by asking those questions and, and offering your time or assistance on, on certain areas. Absolutely awesome stuff. So probably this is the way to get involved. And of course, issue cool. lists in the GitHub, right? Yeah, which surprisingly aren't always necessarily about issues. It's True. also the place where you can Ideas. ask questions, yeah. yes. suggest features, share experiences, what's work, what doesn't. So it's really, in a way, you could say the way, the place to communicate with the project maintenance, yep. maintainers yep. and project team. Yeah, that's that's was one of the things. So there was a I I saw a Facebook discussion at some point, like a few weeks back or three weeks back. There was somebody who's saying, yeah, I would not use this in this program project because there's in the this there's more than 100 issues initialists. And funny enough, most of those issues initialists were ideas and feedback and discussions. So not actually issues yeah. in the product. But if you're not familiar with how open source and community works, then you might get stuck on the word of issue. Um, but quite often issues yeah. are also just discussions on, hey, how can we improve things? So yeah. And the interesting part is that each project does it in different way. So that's true. Like that if you true. look look across internet, across GitHub and NPM, and there is no one way to do it. So so really yeah. the only way to see whether issues are actually actually issues is to go to the list and see are these bugs? Is this feedback? Are these new ideas? Are the this ideas for new folks to help? Like there is no one answer across all of them, right? Yep. Yes, it is called issues list, but it can be really really used for anything and everything. Sure. And the best way to, sure. to know is to actually to go to that the project you're interested in and see what is actually in there. Yep, absolutely, absolutely, and starting a discussion and then. Yeah. If people will engage with you and then continue from there. If people don't engage with you, then okay, maybe that's not the project you want to be involved in. So exactly. As simple as that, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Let's uh, jump on the, this week's articles and then uh, we'll come up and close the year with a finale, right? Waldek, you prepared the dancing act? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we will yes. have a uh, no. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so first of all, on the Teams um, official blog site, so explore the new Microsoft Teams store and discover apps for uh, for work and collaboration. So there's a lot of investments on the Microsoft Teams store area, and, and this is basically a blog post related on all of the updates which are happening there. Uh, a nice promo video also on, on how to get stuff moving, and there is a redesigned uh, experiences in the Microsoft Teams store. So really making it easier for finding uh, what's relevant for you, because there's actually quite a lot of those applications nowadays. So yeah, it's not that it's necessarily the number of applications. It's can you find what's the most interesting one for you uh, for your business scenario, and that's that's where all of these changes are coming from. Yep. Good. And then we had a new and improved search results experience in Microsoft Teams. Yay. So uh, we're getting all of this more and more aligned related on the enterprise experiences in Microsoft Search. Uh, so uh, the results will be powered by the Microsoft Search behind the scenes, and then uh, it's being exposed in a more, let's say, aligned way across the different applications as well. So really, really cool stuff as well. And this looks quite familiar looking uh, with, with a certain as specifics for Microsoft Teams as well, but it, it has it, it's using the Microsoft Search behind of the scenes and and surfacing the information in a more efficient way. Really cool stuff. And then there was a, a new blog post from Bob German, uh, understanding Azure AD, well, not blog post technically, a video, but the blog post for introducing the video as well. So understanding Azure AD single sign of Microsoft Teams apps and how does that work? Super, super important topic. We always make fun out of the fact that, hey, you have token, and then with the token you do. Eh. This is really focusing on how to get the token. How does the single sign-on yeah. work and authentication works and, and how to make your implementation in a seamlessly from an end user perspective. There has been, if you think about well, like on the historical things, like two years ago, this wasn't a really a super end user friendly area, right? So you needed to always grant and do things and all of that stuff. Nowadays, it's yeah. getting much more smooth as a single sign-on experience. Absolutely. And again, like like this is an example of some of 
like how things evolve over time, right? Like yeah. we release something and the first thing we need to check, like, will this work? Like, are people interested in this? Is this a thing or not? And then what it is, like, we will look, okay, so this is a thing people are interested. Where can we improve? Where can we yep. do better? And that yep. these are the the lessons we learn over time. How can we improve that? Where can we help? Is it tooling? Is it features? Is it docs? Is it samples? Is it learn? Is it everything? And we cannot do it all at once. So we kind of try to always learn and listen to community. It's like, hey, where do we need to do better? What is good enough? Yep. Where do we uh, where where we can improve? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and that's that's actually precisely what you're saying related on the fact that we as a Microsoft we cannot necessarily make the right design decision from scratch and then build it for two months or two years and then come up with a yeah. here it is and then well that isn't what we're looking for and that's that's precisely that reality why has has sailed like exactly, years back already. Exactly, so. yeah. and and we know from a historical reasons uh, that there was massive failures on that level of thinking as well. So it's it's kind of a yeah. You cannot predict the uh, infusion necessarily super easily. So having this kind of a gradual process is, is much better. Cool. Then uh, we had some new releases or public preview on SharePoint Framework 1.14, uh, which is really, really cool. Who is this well. guy? I don't know. Some, yeah, some <laughs> Scandinavian name, clearly. Um, but uh, the, the SharePoint Framework 1.14 is out, um, and there's some cool uh, new uh, Dates related on adaptive card extension uh, caching, so basically making it more performant uh, for the Viva Connection mobile experience as well, actually for the desktop experiences as well. And then uh, probably the most visible one will be the updated web part templates. Uh, so as you're targeting or creating a default uh, solution in the SharePoint framework, it's much more polished right now for teams. It's adapting the section background and teams, themes and all of that stuff as well. So you can choose and opt out from this a bit more, let's say, uh, Complicated template? Well, opinionated, opinionated Opinionated, maybe, yeah. Yeah, that's true, true. Um, but it, it's basic idea here is that the first experience uh, for those who come as a new person and a new developer on the platform will be optimized and it, it will show you how to implement your uh, solution for Microsoft Teams with the theming background support, with the SharePoint Online, with the section background support. So everything is there by default rather than Okay, yeah. I have a super ugly starting point, and okay, how would I now make this work in Teams? So that's that's kind of yeah. Awesome. I mean, so so it's kind of interesting thing, right? Because we no longer require you to have a PhD in theming; it it yes. just works. Exactly. But if for some reason, because you've already invested in this and you have your own special way of doing that, you still have the ability to plug in your own ways of 100%. doing that that you've developed and learned over time. Absolutely. So you can benefit from this. But you might as well to. choose to opt out and use your own way. Absolutely. 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 Yeah, that is true. And then we had a new blog post uh, from the same guy uh, around the most used SharePoint framework solutions from yeah. the store in November 2021 edition. So uh, this is a new monthly series which we're starting on on promoting those solutions which are in top 10 most viewed uh, from those which are acquired from the SharePoint store or from the app stores under SharePoint uh, category. In future with Viva Connection okay. category and all of that is coming and blah, 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 yeah. blah. But it, it's, it's just making sure that people understand what's available and for, uh, for this from these providers as well uh, from the store. So really, really cool solutions uh, for sure. Then we had an article from the Recording 365 uh, from uh, Robert Crane, Adaption with Fun. You actually found that this one. This one was daily Dilbert web part. Or yeah. it, I had daily Dilbert, but not with the web part, but with a uh, an alternative approach uh, for Microsoft Teams. So basically using the Power Automate to get the daily Dilbert and then getting that. And post it to Teams. And post it to Teams using the, the Power yeah. Automate. So really cool stuff yeah. as well. So a simple automation, but really shows the power and the flexibility of the platform. So no code, a bit of a, yeah, complex configuration, but no code uh, to actually yeah. uh, make things happen. Uh, Chris O'Brien had a blog post article, Microsoft Ignite 2020, November 2021, uh, announcement summary, Teams platform, Viva Syntax, new products experiences. So basically just a summary on the on the key announcements from the Ignite. Uh, Ignite was in the early part of November, 
Um, and he's been kind of raising those things which are interesting from his perspective and what are the key announcements across the different areas. So a uh, good collection of a summary slides, which are the roadmap slides and where we are investing. Um, we technically, we as a Microsoft, we should do this in after every single conference, but hey, so we have hey, something to improve. So well, but it's, it's also that. interesting to think like, which area do you find the most important, right? And in a way True. we do this with book of news. So True. that is kind True. of the summary across the board of the most note, noteworthy things, yep. right? And then after that, you could debate like, what is the most important area for you and what caught your attention? So in a way True. we do it, but there's also value add from people who specialize in given areas that they can also add their opinion to it. I think there's also, yep. and, uh, absolutely. And, and like Chris, like he's been doing that for a long time and it's yep. always valuable, at, the, at least to me, to read his opinion on our announcements, features absolutely. where he sees absolutely. we move opportunity, he says, and so forth and so on. The, so this the is really internal interesting. kind of a, post. hey, internally, what are we pushing might be interesting how community perceives and uh, the message, yes. uh, so it's actually really interesting and uh, super valuable input uh, for sure. So really, really cool. Now, uh, Marcus Muller, who was the visitor this week, uh, dropped by and said, uh, and dropped by and said, Trop, uh, had a new blog post. <laughs> ah, holiday season, I need some break. Had a blog post related on uh, Teams meeting apps and stage view basics. So get how to get started on building those Teams meeting apps. And then uh, what are these additional capabilities on the stage view, which is a new option uh, for the Teams meeting apps. And, and we're expecting this to be quite popular in the in the future. So building those different options and, and experiences inside of the meeting. So as, as people are getting more mature related on Teams meeting capabilities, so it's not just about this interactivity within the Teams, it's also about okay, can we surface application? What do we do with those applications and implement those things there as well? So really cool stuff. Thank you, Marcus, for showing that. Um, then uh, Stefan Bauer had a blog post, three reasons on does SharePoint app bar really matter? Uh, so his opinion on um, related on the, the app bar and how that's been now introduced in SharePoint Online uh, across all of the tenants actually in the in the in the world. I guess we delayed the, the there was a way to opt out for a while and then I guess we delayed that uh, opt out option uh, still for a while. But it, it's the intention is that it's gonna be there uh, for the uh, in the future as well. So and something maybe to kind of promote if you are a partner and you're looking into extensibility options in here and uh, that is an area where we need votes in user voice. No, not in user voice in Feedback portal feedback. Uh, related on uh, related on having that extensibility option, so we can actually show internally uh, that there is interest for our partners to extend or include their extensibility directly in the in the part. So really good stuff and option as well. It's not yet being developed, but it's being discussed internally. Just to be clear. Uh, Paolo had a, a new uh, video related on Microsoft Cra consuming Microsoft Craft from iOS. So how do you actually do that? Oh. Uh, I think in your application, that's pretty cool as well. And of course, talks through about the authentication and 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 calling from the application yep. uh, to the Microsoft Craft. So really, really cool stuff. And then uh, April had a new format, um, a kind of a mobile format video. Uh, on uh, off uh, where she talks about as a one minute introduction uh, related on the power automate uh, process advisor tool um, and how that works and how what are the value out of that um, and she's really good on creating the the youtube videos and and this is a new experiment uh, style as well on, on testing out new things which clearly works also in tiktok or in the other mobile focused experiences you use big yep. like all the time tiktok you have a super popular channel and all of that, right? Yes, no idea. <laughs> well, Scott, Scott Hanselman and many others are actually doing that quite quite wide yes, nowadays. They, so it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's, yeah. Anyway, so thank you. Amy. We will get to TikTok with PM, PMP Weekly, yes. Uh, let's see. Never know what future will come uh, or future will bring. You never, anyway. <laughs> All of these new English things. <laughs> ah, I will uh, need to go uh, pretty soon to, to, well, that's one thing what I need to figure out today, at least super, super, super important things, figuring out what's wrong with this pump. So I can figure out um, the, the problem with the Does dinosaur. Does it suck? So, Does it suck? No. 
No, it, it's, <laughs> it, 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 it's supposed to blow, but it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it blows. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, holiday season coming up. Um, I will be uh, pretty much working actually on the on the except on the public holidays throughout the following weeks, but expecting it to be much, much, much slower, if nothing else, which is good. So some yeah. time to do I some. I won't actual... be there. I won't be there. So there'll be one yeah. person less asking you stuff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> For a change, I'm not here the whole week. Yeah, exactly. So you're gonna take <laughs> take actually some time off then. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be away off work uh, for two weeks, I guess. Uh, I, I, I will probably spend some time fiddling around with code, but I will not do work email. I will not be on Teams. I will not be. Yeah. I will be on Twitter probably, because uh, I not. But I'll probably spend some time doing other things like watching movies, reading books, doing yep. games. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. I'm trying to reduce uh, my working hours as well, but at least from the <laughs> from eleven to ten hours, thirty eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then have some free extra time on the on the evenings now that I'm, I'm watching the calendar to the meetings uh, invites are, are getting less and less which is good so there's some time to actually do some personal uh, projects as well so it's which is really really good so oh do tell i'm curious <laughs> no there's there's some interesting stuff related on and uh, there's there's um things like the adaptive cards designs which are bending which i want to actually work on and uh, we have really really cool designs for adaptive cards so kind of a showcasing the art of possible with adaptive cards not just what's currently in the adaptive card uh, portal but um, really really cool looking new designs and then making them to be aces and available for all of partners to for innovation and inspiration so that's my cool. primary project for the upcoming two weeks. So I can have some cool. time to write some code. So let's see if it works or not. Yeah, well, I mean, there are multiple reasons it might or might not work, right? So we will, true. I guess that we'll see. True. We will see <laughs> when we're back. But I guess that sums up the, this call. So thank you, Waldek. And thank you, Marcus, by the way, one more time for joining this one. Thank you, everybody, for watching throughout 2021. We'll yeah, exactly. Thank you for another year, right? It's another, exactly. another year of PMP Weekly. And the one thing we can say, we will be back next year for another year. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is true. But thanks, everybody, for watching. Have a great holidays. Um, and hopefully you'll have some time to recharge your batteries. Thanks, Waldek, as well. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Esther. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.